Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Special guest, Ian Moore, couldn't make it, so we got Ian Stone in. And uh, <laughs> Imran Yusuf. Have I got that right? Yes, correct. Oh, so good, so good. A virgin to the uh, podcast. Yes, I am, and probably in many other ways as well. What does that mean? <laughs> you, have you not had sex? <laughs> I You're 35. I, I cannot confirm nor deny that on radio because my family might be listening. Well, I hope they are. We want the <laughs> listeners. But how can you say you're having a sex? Before we came on air, that. you said you were high <laughs> in Belgium. Surely that goes with sex. <laughs> Ian, Ian was late in. And also we have uh, George uh, Van Stable, who's a lifestyle consultant. He's flown all the way from Amsterdam. He's going to discuss the benefits of decluttering. Imran, you haven't got any children, obviously. That's a given, but uh, <laughs> lack of sex. Yeah. Ian, you've adoption. got, you've got 12. I've got <laughs> slightly on the low side for Jewish people. Uh, yeah, no, I've got two. I've got two kids. Have you, I thought you had three. No, two. So decluttering... With kids, what? are you always make decluttering? You know, I know I don't understand the concept. I mean, you do the best you can. Yeah, uh, it's pushing back a tide, isn't it? Really, it just keeps coming in. I was at the dump yesterday, actually, because that's what you do. What did you get rid of? Uh, some some uh, some greenery that I took out of the garden, which wasn't strictly the, the kids. The council will take that. Uh, yeah, but it was a lot of it. A lot of it. We're getting. We're get, uh, you know why? Do you want to go in? Yes, I do. I do. We're getting this sort of this uh, sort of uh, log cabin type de- uh, deal. You're moving back. to Canada. Uh, <laughs> Finland. We. I went to the uh, grand the grand designs exhibition at Excel, which is like a posh ideal home. Did you get in for free or something? Uh, no, no, I didn't. No, I paid. And uh, and we saw this thing. And we thought that'd be good because we can stuff a load of stuff in the back there that we'll never look at again. And then uh, and then there'll be more room for other stuff. Like That's what? What you do? Decluttering. Well, no, you pretty much said you were going to... More cluttering, if there's well, such an expression. You try and do, you try and get rid of stuff, but but uh, my partner is a hoarder. Uh, can I say that? <laughs> she is. She likes to keep stuff. You know. We won't edit that. That no. could be terrible. So I, um, I tell you, like, because Imran, you're relatively young, not that young, thirty-five. But <laughs> Ian, what age are you? Fifty-two. Because wow, if you weren't here, Imran, we'd be talking about. You know what I, I'm obsessed by. You know, I saw it on the telly where <laughs> you can get those stairs where. Where there's actually, uh, you can open up each stair and there's a drawer. Oh, no, no that, do you know what? Does that not excite you? Yes, straight away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. absolutely. Imran, storage is the key, yeah. Imran, when you get kids. So you don't have kids. No, I don't have kids, but I have clutter. Storage is the key, it really is. And any little ideas you can have, and I love the idea of drawers oh. and stairs. That's just beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> Although, my, I imagine we'd leave them open and fall down the stairs and hurt ourselves. <laughs> well, we're going to hurt ourselves anyway. It, at know, some point. What yeah. kind of stuff would you keep in... Shoes? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I wouldn't have said shoes. What would you say? <laughs> I don't know. Greenery? <laughs> Greenery. I don't know. I, I. Do you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I, 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 give me a little moment. Okay. I'll think about the sort right. of stuff. Everyone, I'll ask you what you're up to. I don't know. <laughs> Tape measures is always a drawer thing. It's not a stair drawer thing. 
You'll you'll go. You'll be there, kind of going. I need to measure this. And you go. Where is it? And you'll never think. Draw. Looking, no, you'll never think of looking at this <laughs> in the stair draw for tape measure. So, um, and are you into football, Imran? I love playing football. I no longer follow it because. Sorry, that's a big statement. No longer follow it. The reason, the reason I followed football when I was a kid. I was a big Liverpool supporter. Yes, I didn't grow up there and they were popular and they were the team to support, etc., etc. You did an impression of Ian, yeah? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what he was going to say, was it? Uh, and so I, I followed we've football. Never talked about, we've never talked about football. All right, so I followed football quite passionately up until I was 12. And then what happened? I went to live in America for a year. And whilst I was there, I was removed from the culture of English football. So no match of the day, no teletext. Remember that? Yeah, you had, yeah. you had to go and check the, and, and refresh shit and see oh my god someone scored it's going to rain yeah. it was always weather wasn't it on telly <laughs> so yeah. um, I was totally removed from the culture of English football for a whole year and this is before the internet this is 1992-1993 and I became Americanised my accent changed and you know just I, I became an American forward but did you start like an American football and no stuff? hell no no you never got that hell no, hell um, no. I, Ed Miliband <laughs> tentacles stretch all over <laughs> the place don't they and, um, and and then I and so I'm living in the States and what happened was, so this is uh, now, it's about May 93 now, and England, the England football team have come over. Just for people States. listening, it isn't. No. Right, just just not, in case. Just, <laughs> this is part of the story. Yeah. yeah. This is part of the story. So it was May 1993, and the England football team came over to America to play the Americans in like a friendly before the World Cup. So I've been picked on in my American school for being English for a whole year, and they, they every day I got it, and there's no way I could defend myself because, you know, Americans think they're bigger and better and everything. And now finally I'm like, we're going to beat. Like, England are obviously going to beat America in the, in the football. Yeah, right? and um, I'm going to walk into school like ten feet high, and also I was the shortest kid in my grade for some reason, uh, just because all the kids were eating radioactive cheese and they were massive. Um, and so I'm like, I'm, I'm about to feel really proud for the first time. This is my revenge. This is my David versus Goliath moment. And we lose. What was it? Two, uh, two nil. Well, don't look at me, but it was it was <laughs> yeah. Graham Taylor's team, yeah, it was and Graham we didn't Davis even qualify yeah. for that yeah. World Cup, we so we were rubbish. And so it was really bad. Um, so and that was I, the end of it for you. That was, and so I walked into school the next day, and as I got on the bus, as I crossed over into the gangway everyone already was on the bus the moment they saw me the whole bus erupted in laughter and I had to walk all the way to the back with my head my, uh, uh, you know, hanging my head in shame sat at the back and thought I never for one moment had you know hey look I'm British or hey I'm English and we're, you know this is something we're good at because the Americans had it over me for, for the whole Im- year Imran it's, it's only a game no, it's not. It's if you'd important. have been, if you'd have been sort of ten years older, yeah. you you may well have been into football because England were good in the eighties. Oh yeah, and we, you know, I remember the nineteen ninety World Cup. The, I, I grew, that was the first World Cup I grew up with. We did famously well in that. Yeah, up we until did the semi final. I we want did. to know then. So you you gave up football because you left England for you. Is there any other British culture that you just never bothered again with? <laughs> um, no, just, that that was it. I did, when I so football back, and sex. That's just they just went out the window. <laughs> never really gave that up. We just I, never I started. Been Thirteen. <laughs> so um, when I came. Came back. I think everything had changed. Like there was different managers now, different players, and I kind of felt like, oh, what's going on here? This it's is a cruel game. This right. isn't what moves I, on, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah this, this is not what I remember. However, I love like. For me, playing football gives me the same thrill of being on stage when a gig is going good. Get out of here. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. It's a different feeling for me. You know, Ian, do you still play? Yeah, I do still play, yeah. yeah. Are you any good? Uh, you know what? I know my way around a pitch. I mean, I'm, so you're a ref? No, no. I like to I like to tell people what's going on. Of course, I'm quite talkative. But I uh, are you one of those guys who uses the hands a lot, even though you're not really saying anything, but you just do a lot of kind of gestures. No, no, I'm not. No, I, I can play. I genuinely can play, and I've, I know how to play. But uh, what position then? Uh, well, I was playing central midfield until I played an eleven-a-side game about three years ago, and I just thought I haven't got the energy for this anymore. So now I'm sort of playing in defence, and I use my uh, 
you know, first 10, ten yards in the uh, in the head yeah. type idea. Everyone, so what, I, what position are you? Uh, both defence and uh, um, well, what's that up front uh, striker? Because I have explosive speed. He doesn't speed. even understand the rules. <laughs> no, does. The reason is because I have explosive speed. When I'm defending, I can intercept very quickly because I can. Ju- I'm quick. You're a maverick, is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. They just I say go don't. in goal sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I cheer from the sidelines. I like to give people a bit of moral support whilst I'm playing. But so, but so, why were you in America for a year? Oh, I went. I went there on holiday. Uh, That's a, a bit, long holiday. Yeah, it was a. Fr- it was a bit of a fresh Prince of Bel Air kind of story. Um, I went with my uh, my family out there. My aunt and uncle uh, are, are very well off. Why? What did they do? Well, because my uncle was the chief radiologist at two hospitals in Philadelphia, and my aunt married him. Uh, see, no NHS over there. <laughs> and she was no. a nurse. Yeah, no. she was a nurse. So they got, like, a massive house. I went over there just for a holiday. I had all my cousins there that I was really close to, and they were like, look, my three weeks was up. I was about to come home. They're like, why don't you stay here and go to school? And I was 12 years old, and I was like, OK. I didn't know it was illegal. What did your parents Yeah, it, exactly. My parents were happy, with, uh, obviously, at the start, but it was my mum, uh, my mum's uh, younger sister. So yeah, we understand the whole concept of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. Um, all right. uh, after, after a bit of after a bit of to and fro, they were like, "Okay, cool. You stay, stay for one year and go to school." And you're not allowed to do it; it's illegal. But I did it anyway. Why is it illegal? Well, because you can't just turn up in someone's country and go to school and learn how to spell incorrectly as an American. Oh, so you didn't have a visa? And I stuff. didn't have a visa. I was there on holiday. Do you need a visa as a twelve-year-old? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. you need a oh, visa to go and study or to go and do anything outside of the nineteen. But it was days illegal. It was illegal. But you, what did you sneak in? What were you in disguise? No, I, I just stayed in and I went to school and this. This is 1992, and so there's... uh you know, it, it was a different world to what we live in. And now. whereabouts did you say? Moorestown, New Jersey, which is New like one Jersey. Of the, New Jersey. New Jersey. That's right, John Stewart okay. country. Moorestown is like one of the nicest places in America. There's no such would thing say, as a nice it, place. Would in you New say Jersey. John Stewart country? Yeah. I would say Sopranos country. No, but John right. Stewart but famously John Stewart is also from New Jersey. Yeah. Isn't he? Yes. That's yeah. Right. And Bruce Springsteen. Of course, of course. But I, I now and Imran and Imran illegally. But I associate it with Sopranos now. Well, no. See, I would have given you that until I topped them with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I know, but I was never a fan of Springsteen. I don't like him either, but he's from there. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. You so, win that one. So, you, but so, did your parents hate you then? No. Just it was only a year. No, but it's a long time for a twelve-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I've got a, I've got a child who's thirteen. I wouldn't like him to go away for a year. I'd miss him terribly. Well, I mean, I genuinely would. I don't think. Didn't really miss me. Too. That's, <laughs> that's, what, I was, that's, that's what I was getting at. Kid. <laughs> have you got brothers and sisters? Though? Yeah, I have two older brothers. But like, my brothers are uh, like 10, 11 years older than me. Right, like, big gap. So um, that is a big gap. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, gap, so. Was your dad in prison for a while? Yeah? <laughs> 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 I use that on stage all the time. Beautiful. It's a big gap. <laughs> in ages. Sorry, uh, I, no offence, yeah, mate. Very but, um, so, no, but it does seem an odd thing, like you know. Really? I, no, well, I, 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 I knew, does. I knew does. one other person in my school that also had, had done a similar thing. So when I came back to England and I went to back, uh, went to secondary school, I met another kid there. It was like, yeah, I just, I just come back from living a year in America, and I said, illegally, oh, yeah, more or less illegally. <laughs> And so, did you Unusual. did you not want to stay there after the year then? Um, no, I didn't because um, I found it very tough. I was the shortest kid in my grade, right? So I got picked on for that. Yeah. I was English. you're not in America now. Don't say right. grade. Yeah. Right, so the grade. class. I was a uh, year. Uh, yeah. That um, I got picked on. We for can't me. agree on anything today. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> got picked on for being English every day. Um, that and um, I also found it very difficult. I'm not very academic. Like I'm an idiot. 
So I failed all my GCSEs. Uh, um, academic, I'm total academic failure, and th- I found it very difficult. Have you got any GCSEs at all? No, I failed all of them. How many have you got? Sure. Well, we, we call them like this is the well, O levels. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. what I love about Ireland, right? You have O levels and A levels. We have the Inter certificate and the Leaving certificate. They're pretty right. much going do these exams and fuck off. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty. They, they, they quite literally call it the Leaving certificate. I know. So how many have you got then? Oh, I, I got them all. You got them all. Yeah. I got I got four O levels. That's as far. My kids look at me like I'm an idiot. My, is, is that good or bad? No, it's, I got three when I left school, and I got sociology the, the year later what? without doing uh, a single bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what. No, I, I I was in the sixth form, and I did a, a sociology O level, and then let I got kicked out, and then let sort of left under a cloud, and that was it. That was it. <laughs> Wait, really, you that's, you have to fill in that story. Oh, I, oh I, sorry. Now Imran was telling his story, but I know I was just interested. We'll, we'll you be got back none. to him. You got, got none. You got okay, none. I got four. I got four. You got loads. I got loads. Right, that's why he's presenting. The podcast, you say. <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, did you go to university then? Uh, only part time. I did a part time degree. I did eight years of part time study to get an engineering degree. And engineering. Then I, engineering. I did not know that. I was an engineer for ten years, and then when I finished, I, I finished my degree, and I sort of started working full time. And I was still working full time, but I was studying one or two days a week. I finished, and I thought I don't want to do this, so I left. After eight years, I went to, uh, ten years in total. Eight years of part-time study, two years for a, a, what they call a TEC, a tech. But what was your tech. job though? I was an I was an engineer. Yeah, but a, that's very kind of. Very... I used to design air conditioning and heating systems for office buildings. See, that sounds much this? more classy. Did you not know this? No, uh, an engineer could be could be making planes, no, could be no, doing it bridges. Was, it was uh, it was building air conditioning, se- building services. I suppose it would be called environmental engineer. Did you have a boiler suit? Uh, no, I was <laughs> I was no, uh, no I was uh, I was doing the drawings and the calculations. I wouldn't get my hands dirty. And you'd hand that to the guy And I would the hand that suit. to some working class person who would build it. I take it you didn't go to college then? Imran. No, I did. I went on to college. Well, with no... Kind of, yeah, with I no failed kids. everything. Let me in. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> uh, went to college. Uh, hold on, be there. Was uh, it illegal? <laughs> no, perfectly legal. It was a, I went and did... I did three years of college. I did GNVQ, which stands for Got No Value for Qualification, I found, in art and design. Wasted my time doing that. Went to university somehow. How did you get year. in with no qualifications? Into college, yeah. It's a diff- maybe because it's so. Uh, anyone will take you. So college, college is when you're from eighteen. No, college was from so sixteen to nineteen for me. It was. So it's like A levels. Yeah, it's like yeah. A levels, right? Okay. So I went to that, and then I went to university for one year because uh, they were doing a course that promised you, you know, teach. I wanted to make video games. That's what I wanted to do was be a video game designer. Uh, a comedy. Well, stop on you. You're only thirty-five. <laughs> well, I went to the game. What happened? I dropped out of university after one year, and um, I magicked myself a job in the games industry. I landed on my was making great money uh, working at a company that allowed me to expense almost everything. They don't exist anymore. Thatcher. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I was in the games industry for... For maybe seven, eight years, and then I started freelancing from home as a games uh, what, consultant. Making your own games? No, well, no, working for other companies, but we got to work from home. Like, all the code would be uploaded onto an FTP site, we'll download it, put it, burn it onto disk, stick it on the Xbox, play it, you know, write up the bugs, and um, also liaise with um, third party companies that were doing the localization in different languages. And, talk, you know, I, I'm, I can produce. Ian, can you wake me up when he's finished this story, would you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I did that, and then the comedy eventually took over. Yeah, but that's sounds like like you love doing that. Why have you stopped doing that? Well, because uh, I want to do comedy more. Seriously? Well, so Because it's about having creative freedom. Where did the comedy bug come from? Because, like, from what you've been saying so far, it doesn't strike yeah. me as 
someone who get the comedy bug. No, I, yeah, I didn't everyone's know. different. Yeah. Now, no, but you know, as I say, like someone yeah. who's into video games and all that kind of stuff. They yeah, don't got, it's, you, what you're saying is you've got the thing that you seem to love, yeah. and it seems to be going well. So why suddenly get into comedy, which why, is horrible? What, which what, is, really? especially no, at the start, it's quite yeah. difficult, isn't well, it? The inspiration. Well, when I was a teenager, we got cable, and there was a com- the, the comedy store had a TV. It still has a TV show. The comedy store TV show and Jongler's TV show, and that used to come on at midnight, and it would blow my mind. I was Rick like, Wakeman, do you yeah, remember that? Rick, yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. who did you love then? Sorry, who did you love? Well, Adam Bloom was the. Uh, the I remember watching. Well, Adam that's Bloom, a first. Amos, uh, Andrew Maxwell, um, Terry Alderton, Patrice O'Neill, uh, who's, who's passed away. Um, God rest his soul. Alistair McGowan was in that. So was Ronnie Ancona. Um, this is the comedy store. Yeah, the comedy store TV show. Love the whole episode. Some of them did both. Like some. I remember Gina being on the Jongles one. I can remember. I can remember almost everyone. Sean Mio. I remember like. First time I met, met, met him, great. I was like, I remember this joke. I remember that joke that you used to do. So I was like, wow, there's a shop in London. It's called the Comedy Store, and you can go on the stage and tell jokes, and that's their job. That's not shop. not doing this? Yeah. But in my head, it was like, I, didn't, I couldn't believe that comedy clubs were like a real thing. That Had existed. you not gone to see any live stuff, though? No, no, not at all. I, as a, I, all I did as a kid was play video games and watch Jackie Chan films. Oh, and Jaws. Those are the three things I know a lot about. Have you seen that documentary about Jaws? I've seen lots of documentaries about Jaws and sharks in general. I know everything there is to know about sharks. Jaws is a great movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favourite films. As soon as it's on, I think, well, if I sit down and start watching this, I'm here till the end. (laughs) I will not leave. Have you read the book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I read the book before. I've Not so good. What Um, I don't like about the book is that Hooper is having an affair with Ellen Brody, and so when he gets shot in the neck and dies, he deserved it. So anyone who hasn't seen Jaws, don't bother! (laughs) (laughs) But um, So what's your obsession with sharks, then? Uh, When I was a kid, I watched Jaws, and it made me fascinated... Uh, I was fascinated by sharks. I watched it, and it didn't scare me. I went, that's an amazing animal. Because that wasn't a shark. It was a kind of... No, it was. It was a shark. <laughs> no, they... <laughs> Robert, you obviously have actually... Seen. Yeah, you actually... <laughs> <laughs> that's proper method, isn't it, that? <laughs> uh, and then Jaws 2, Jaws 3, Robert. No, you know, they, do say, right. they do say that kids, is, uh, boys particularly, it's either sharks or dinosaurs, isn't it? I've that's never the one a... that you get. Oh, right, you yeah. either get into one or the other. Yeah, and... Um, so what about your kids, then? Uh, uh, kittens. <laughs> <laughs> um, my... I, I don't think... I'm not sure my kids have seen Jaws, actually. Um, oh, well, that's a treat for that'd them. That'd be nice for them, yeah, at some point to watch that. I always remember that scene, you know, that famous scene when Brody sees a shark and they do that amazing <laughs> kind of camera movement where... Oh, he, yes, he he moves. Moves. I know the one. Yeah. I know the one. Yeah. I, I think he's a great actor, actually. I was think he was very underrated. Yeah, I oh, was great in that. Yeah, he was in. Was he the French Connection? Wasn't he in? Uh, he, he was in. He was in uh, the Dustin Hoffman one, the uh, Marathon Man. Yeah, he was his brother, wasn't he? Yeah. Very, very good. He didn't get much work though, did he? Well, after acting, Jaws, acting. Do you know what I mean? Did you Sharks, mean? they don't get much work after Jaws. Do they? <laughs> well, it was Jaws two, three, and four, but they weren't yeah, as good. Weren't. Apparently, well, no, was Michael Caine and Michael Caine was, was in one of them. Yeah. He was in Jaws: Jaws of Revenge number four. God, you do know a lot bad, about this. But Jaws one and two, I love. One two. two, yeah, one and two, I love. Do you like whales as well, though? No, they're a bunch of. <laughs> I don't know how much I can say. <laughs> no, because wasn't it when Jaws came out? Wasn't it Orca Killer Whale was at pretty much the same time as well? They were really trying to oh, yeah, scare us. Yeah, really, I don't remember that. There yeah. was a Killer Whale movie which was quite disturbing, yeah. uh, and there was Piranha which is also disturbing. Which Jaws was? It was a proper movie. It wasn't yeah. like right. Let's capitalize on this uh, fear of uh, things in the, in but the ocean. But do you still love sharks? Oh, absolutely. I know. Lo- I know so much about. I still watch shark documentaries. Tell us. Tell us a couple of facts about all right, sharks. So um, all shark. Uh, the shark. A shark has a 
ability to detect. Right, uh, can I ask you, yeah. um, if you pull a to kill a shark, if you just make them go? There's no such thing as a killer shark. They're no, to shark. kill no, a shark. No, to kill a shark. Oh, to kill a shark. You just make them go backwards because they um, can't breathe. Yeah, sharks can't breathe. They can't move backwards. They yeah. can't. They See, can, that's um, my they, shark. So they have to keep that's one more fact that I know breathe. about sharks. We're going to get a few also, now. In their in their nose, in the snout of a shark, there is a substance called the ampullae of Lorenzini, which allows them to detect the electrical impulse of any living creature and also detect um, like a drop of blood in like I don't know something like a million parts of water. So they're very sophisticated creatures. What nosy? Also, however, the most dangerous shark. S- supposedly is not even the great white it's the bull shark because the bull shark is the only shark that can survive in both fresh water and sea and and uh, and o- and the ocean right. so sometimes bull sharks will be in the ocean eating stuff and then they go then they end up going like a little tributary into y- your local uh, river pond yeah swimming pool <laughs> yeah. Yeah. into your local river i wouldn't and, go down a deep end if i were you <laughs> but so and, and have you ever attacked. have you ever gone shark watching or anything uh, i tried no I, I missed out i was in cape town and the, we were offered the opportunity Legally, yeah. <laughs> Doing gigs. Uh. It was four. <laughs> um, and I think I want I want to go into a cage and have a great white swim yeah. the outside. I'd love to do that. In Australia, um, there was a kind of it was actually on a boat. There was war in the boat. You know, one of those where they just have a pool in yes. the boat, oh, and he had two sharks. And this oh. guy pretty much just grabbed like they're baby sharks, but he grabbed them up, and this shark was not happy at all. No. He was nipping at them and stuff. Oh. You but, can make um, a shark go catatonic if you turn it upside down. You can do that with anyone. How do they know that? <laughs> oh, because um, because of its nervous system, the thing, the lateral lines that run along it, I, it, its back. If you turn it upside down, it suddenly just goes into sleep mode. You just go. Right. That was a good impression of a so shark. So sometimes when they're good. trying to when uh, when marine biologists are trying to tag sharks or deal with um, you know basically study how to conserve them, they'll grab it by the tail and then slowly <laughs> turn it upside down. The shark passes out, quickly tag it, turn it back over, and it's off. See, you're lost to. Comedy is no good for you. Everyone got other obsessions as well. It's quite uh, video game. Jackie Chan like, video games yeah, and sharks. Have you never like made a video game about a shark? No, I've never got that opportunity. That is crying out. It's seems ridiculous because you could put in all sorts of details that yeah. we wouldn't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, but anyway, I, I would like to go back to making video games at some would point. Would you? Uh, well, when, I mean, but what I would, are we doing I in spare time? It. But as a comic, yeah. we have a lot of spare time. We do. Well, we, we think that, but. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. At the we moment, I'm learning how to write scripts. I want to. I want to make movies. That's so not going to happen, man. No, there's <laughs> too much money involved. And not, no nightmare. slight on you. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Just telling you, no, you um, are going to be a meeting after no, meeting. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to try and get to Hollywood and that. You can make films on your, you know, yourself on your own yeah. budget. Yeah. I know, uh, You're going to make it on your phone. <laughs> you can. Uh, a friend of mine. Is I'm not going to see it in Hollywood where he's making stuff. He will make his previous stuff on his phone. No, but good on you for having ambition. But so, and wh- where are you at with the comedy at the moment? Are you going up to Edinburgh this year? Um, I'm doing the last ten days. Ooh, yeah, I'm just doing right. the last ten. That's days. What people do now? So, well, Ian doesn't bother with it at all. He's I'm going too up for busy. five days. Now I'm taking the family out for five days. But we're not I'm first not class not... on the train. Yeah. Yes, of yeah. course. Wow. Ian has changed. <laughs> Ian does TV now. No, no, no. I, no, I was always like this. I just didn't have the means. <laughs> Did you? Last time I saw you, you were so delighted you were about to go and watch Arsenal play Manchester. Oh, up in, uh, in at Old Trafford. You, yeah, you were about to. And I went. You had the was, whole day planned out. Well, we went. We took the train up, and uh, myself and my son, and we got a lift back from Ian Wright, which was quite nice because he was doing the match of the day. Has he got his license back? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. He wasn't driving. Oh, no, he right, had some okay. massive right. Mercedes that match of the day provides. And I phoned him up on the day. I said, "Oh, a couple of days before." I said, "Look, can you give us a lift back?" And he went, "Okay." So uh, that, that was a bit right. forward, wasn't it? No, mate of his. You know, I know, but yeah. I, I, still, I wouldn't <laughs> ring you up and say, "Can I have a lift?" <laughs> even though I love you. No, but it was. I, 
I, I, I don't like to ask him for much, but I thought that was... He's, getting, he's coming back anyway, so I said, would it be OK? And he said yes. And that was you and the kids? That was me and... No, just uh, Alexander. Right. But Dermot O'Leary wanted a lift back and asked after me, and he couldn't get a lift back. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander was really chuffed. I said, you're in the car instead of Dermot O'Leary. Is that all right? <laughs> so, yeah, we went up, and it was uh, it's fantastic fun. Very nice thing to share with your child. Yeah, Ian, for people who don't know, you do uh, a great show on BT Sport. Um What's it called? The football's on. The football's on. Every Friday, which Sean has been on a number of times. Not as much as Ian Moore. But, and, uh, <laughs> and when... It's not a competition. It finishes soon, yeah? It finishes in... Uh, we've got four more weeks. We're recording uh, yeah. this Friday and the next three weeks, and then... Uh, See, Ian, if you'd have pretended like football, he would have had you on, but you blew that. Well, I, my football knowledge is basically up until 92. No, we need more than that. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> can just go out topical. and go, Peter Beardsley. <laughs> you just can't oh, say Peter that. Peter Beardsley is legendary. Yeah. He was. But, no, it's topical, as you know, and we talk, we uh, yeah. talk nonsense about football for an hour, and we have a lot of fun, don't we, really? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a good show. Peter Beasley was the first person I saw sco- uh, score a goal from a corner. Yeah. He held it straight in, Fantastic and I thought, that is, it, that is not human. <laughs> that is, how the hell do you do yeah, that? Yeah, he's an amazing player. What's your prediction, in for who's going to get into the Premiership? Who's going to get, who's going to come up oh, yeah. in the playoffs? Yeah. Was it Middlesbrough and Norwich, Brentford, and uh, who were the other ones? Ipswich. Yeah. Um... I, do you know what? Middlesbrough. I like Middlesbrough. Boring, though. Um, well, I've got them in FIFA at the moment because I got set by <laughs> Arsenal because I was such so rubbish as a manager. Arsenal have come good towards the end of the season. It's, uh, it's going very nicely, and, and, and I'm trying, my, my kids uh, remind me of the fact that I'm in November I was sitting there mooping around the house going, so it's all finished. But like, and now I'm going to the cup final and we got, we're having fun. I so. know it's not a football show, this, but Arsenal always start off very slowly. Why is no, that? No, last year they started off amazingly and ended badly. That's what happened last year. Uh, I know nothing about football. <laughs> I've just realised. <laughs> it changes, it, it, but, I, but what, one has to retain a sense of perspective, and sometimes I lose that. But then that's football, isn't it? You do get a bit but like in the whole thing. You must start, like, even if you don't like football, man, you have to start supporting a team. So yeah, we're I, gonna... I still support Liverpool. No, you don't. Well, yes, I do. We are going to pick one for you now. No, no Palace. No, you Palace. can never change your. Foot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Arsenal's an easy option. Palace is a bit more commitment. Well, you live in Harrow, don't you? Well, no, I grew up in Hackney, so so, so by rights I just support Tottenham because my uncle tried no, to adopt me into no. Tottenham. Right. Well, I'd have that, said West Ham or Orient. All right, but let them out of the headlock, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> but my brother, my brother's basically indoctrinating me into Liverpool because you're in the eighties. They but they're they about Liverpool. ninety, aren't they? Sorry? They're about 90, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Your brothers, yeah. <laughs> they remember Shankly when he arrived. I, uh, I don't know, you, you live in London. You yeah, live in I London, pick a London team. It. You know, you can't change it. But you, you stopped can. supporting stopped football. Supporting them. Totally. No, I stopped supporting them. I stopped following them. All right, all right. Following. Name four Liverpool players. Whatever. No. Oh, no. In this team. Yeah. He's, He's leaving in about three weeks. But I still count Daniel Sturridge. Injured, uh, all, injured the whole season. Raheem, Raheem Having, Sterling. Yeah. Like, what? That's what. Oh, come on! <laughs> Interesting. Do you know Raheem Sterling is the half brother of a comedian? No. No. Raheem Sterling is the half brother of the comedian Marlon Davis. I did not right? know yeah. that. I had no idea. Yeah, no, I was just like, I found out from Tim Clark. I'm quite excited by um, that. So, I'm excited. So when Tim Clark told me, I called up Marlon. I'm like, is this is this right? And he goes, yeah. So they share um, the, the same father. And they got a father, they were conceived by a father and a shark. <laughs> and a bull so, shark. Because yeah, they can get everywhere. They can get everywhere. <laughs> so you do 10 days, so, and so what, is this a new show then? No, it's going to be uh, like the best of last year's show and the new stuff that I've written since then. Lazy? 
<laughs> I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not. Like, what I'm have you not, been doing all year? Playing I, video games. I, I've actually been filming a sitcom. So uh, right. Tell us. Tell us about that. So, uh, sitcom. A series or yeah, a series. Excellent for what? Um, for BBC Three. That's a nice gig. So um, we. I thought, they, yours. I thought no, it's not mine. It's not mine. Uh, it's uh, written by two brothers, pitchers who have recently been nominated for both a BAFTA and a Golden Globe. So that good stuff. British. Good. Yeah. And so they wrote a sitcom about a fried chicken shop. Right. right in London. It, well, in London, but we filmed it in Glasgow. Right. So, um, and I played the guy who stands outside in a chicken suit, uh, being a, yeah, uh, I was, basically. I was quite impressed up to that moment. Yeah. Showbiz. Uh, <laughs> it was my first acting job. It was my first proper acting role, and that was what a series. So I, I saw you excited. acting in Edinburgh last year. Oh right, yeah, in, the in play. that uh, in that play, Tim Clark's yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. There's a Woody Allen anecdote about it's it's the beginning of one of his books where he just talks about uh, the guy who used to be the ringmaster of the circus, and now he's getting really old, and basically his job is shoveling shit for the uh, elephants. Mm. And, uh, oh, yeah. and he goes, why are you doing this? And he says, what, leave show business? <laughs> leave show business, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So, but that's great. So, do you want to do more acting then? Yeah, um, a lot of more of that is actually coming in now, which is quite. Uh, it's got, I got a call from Pirates of the Caribbean, and I'm like, "Are you?" I thought someone was winding me up. I'm like, what? And they're like, "Yeah, are you, what? Are they're making another one. They're making another one." Did they one? know about your shark obsession? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be perfect. It'd is that what you you, you're there as a lifeguard? <laughs> see the picture of what it was. You know, I phoned up Omid once just to give him a call to see what he's doing, and he said to me, "Where are you?" And I said, "Oh, I'm at Jonglers Oxford. I'm about to go on." And it, he said, and I said, where are you? He goes, I'm playing cards with Johnny Depp <laughs> on the set of Pirates of the Caribbean. And he started laughing. I went, oh, yeah. Did you go, can really you fill good. in for me? <laughs> I was they're making number five. Yeah, um, but, I'm, but I'm filming um, a CBBC show at the moment. And we've just done series two. We're doing series three later on. And because I'd already kind of committed to that, I wasn't available for the audition for Pirates. Right. That I wasn't guaranteed Would you have had to fly out to America? No, that? not America, Australia. So I would have to go live... Uh, uh, they, they were like, we need you to go live in Australia for like three, four months. But that, it would have been legal, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, that would have yeah, been legal. So that that's, a, that's a bonus oh, straight away. So it's it's illegal nice immigrants in Australia, they're not getting <laughs> on that. And so, Ian, you're still like uh, doing lots of. Are you still doing the cutting edge as well? Yeah, yeah? I did, did the cutting edge last night with Imran, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, we did it last I'm now part of you the You didn't edge team. mention that as you came in. You didn't well, high-five no, each other. As you walked in, you went, oh, you again. <laughs> did you not yeah. know you were coming on? No, we didn't. We, I, I, we left uh, each other last night, and I said, see you Monday, because we're gigging together on Monday. Right. But uh, we didn't say, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. yeah, obviously it was a big was part of your day. Worthy of, of, of us yeah. saying. Yeah, well, are you up tomorrow? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> no, we didn't shit with Sean. Didn't ask the question. So, uh, yes, we did, we did the cutting edge last night, and it was... Uh, and so was it full of election stuff, yeah? Well, last week we did it, and were you on last week? Were you on... The week before, week? I think so. I, um, but yeah, there yeah. wasn't... There was he was filming any, a sitcom. Hardly any election stuff at all, whereas last night there was a bit of election stuff, but people are a bit sick of it, I think. So we did well, some. Thank well, we did Royal Baby and we did a few other bits and pieces, Nepal Earthquake. And, yeah. uh, Who are you voting for, Imran? Well, here's the thing. Um, are you I, allowed I, to vote? <laughs> no, no, I mean, you, uh, you yeah. are a resident now. Yeah, I'm a, resi- yeah, I'm a okay. resident. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, I wasn't that naturalised. That could have been a bit dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't naturalised as a British citizen until I was 12. Why, so where were you born then? I was born in Mombasa, Kenya. Where my family are from, East Africa. Oh, I see. I did not know. You did so many things I don't know about <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. You so, were born in Kenya? Yeah. And you came to England so when you were 12. My, um, fucked off sharpishly <laughs> to America. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so, sorry. do you consider yourself Kenyan, then? 
No, I, I just consider myself human, basically, and then would depend. No, but if I, but on your what? Oh, you, my British, British, British or yeah, what? British. Obviously, I'm British. I've grown up here. This is you know the country I've grown up in. When did you move from time. Kenya? Twelve. Well, my, Twelve. Do you listen? Do you listen in? No, no, I, no, thought, no I thought you moved to America. No, no. Um, I my family already here. Like so, my family came here after the Ugandan exodus in '72. Okay. So they came here, and uh, I, as so, what was your religion then? What was my religion? Yeah. When, because like it was kind of, because like it was Indians that were kind of basically well, yeah, in U- British, Uganda. Uh, yeah, Brit- British Asians were right. sent out of Uganda. Yeah. So uh, my my family came, ended up here, uh, in 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 London, and then when my mom got pregnant with me in '79, she went back to East Africa because we, like we've got a huge extended family out there. Um, it was easier for her to give birth to me there and have like look, friend, you know help from her like sisters and sisters and yeah. all and then she came back with me. Here, I've been like, to Uganda. I love it. Have you? I've never been to yeah. Uganda. I went trekking mountain gorillas. What like uh, uh, like gorillas Not on my mist? Yeah, that's like Sigourney yeah, Weaver. Weirdly, it's on that border, isn't it? Uganda, Rwanda. It's yeah, it's there. the mountain area yeah. there. But um, well, so. That's great. I learnt so much about you. <laughs> learnt nothing about you. No, well, we met before. Except we've... apparently Arsenal do quite well at the start of the season sometimes. <laughs> That's the info I'm taking from that. I told you I was an engineer. That was a new fact. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but listen, guys, thanks so much. Uh, Ian, as ever, you're just always around the circuit and stuff. I, I'm gigging and doing my bits and pieces here and there in my telly show. And yeah. if anyone's on a train, pop into first class, you might see Mr <laughs> Stone there. <laughs> <laughs> no, as I said, sorry, George Van Stable, we, we've had you in all day and we haven't talked. We started off talking about decluttering, but the big uh, question we want to ask you is, um, when, when you, does a, a decluttered house make for a decluttered mind? Research has recently shown that uh, if you declutter, then your mind will be cleared as well. Thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate that. That's been very uh, enlightening. Ian, uh, Imran, thank you so much for coming in. You've been listening to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Um, Go to see live comedy.